Welcome to the Digital Nomad Cafe podcast, the show where we discuss what it takes to create a sustainable long-term online business in today's fast-moving environment. We talk with industry experts and freelancers alike to find out what it takes to build and manage a location-independent business. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Digital Nomad Cafe podcast. This is part two of my interview with Niall Doherty from ndoherty.com and ebizfacts.com. Niall has been working as a digital nomad and a freelancer for almost 10 years and he's been traveling around the world consistently, currently living in Bali with his girlfriend. And in this episode, we talk about why he's decided to move away from working with clients and freelancing how he's managed to grow his affiliate marketing revenue on his uh, websites and why he's doubling down on that for the future moving forward. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe on Spotify, digitalnomadcafe.com to sign up to our email list and get sent new episodes each month. Niall, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, Adam. Excited to do this. With with the website, um, with ndoherty.com, which is your blog, I mean, like you, you make, um, you know, you make some money now through your blog, you know, it's not just um, about freelancing anymore, like you've kind of diversified. And, you know, over the years, I think you've diversified, you know, trying to build multiple or different streams of income, you know, for you, so that you're not reliant just on, on freelancing and things like that. So can we talk a little bit about that? And yeah, I'd love to. So I've I've gone a hundred percent all in on my my own site now. So working full time for myself, not for clients anymore. I let let go of my first client there about two months ago, and it was really though the start of this year when I, I began the transition, and now I'm I'm just all in full time on my own thing. And before this year, I never really seriously monetized my own website. And the website is ndoherty.com, but it will soon be ebizfacts.com. So ebizfacts is the the new brand. It's the new name of the site. And it's all about helping people figure out what's the best way for them to make money online, helping them make a more informed decision, a smarter decision about what kind of online business to build. Because what what I've seen a lot of over the years is, you know, someone will be looking for ways to make money online. They'll come across an article or a website about drop shipping, for example. And this website or this article will tell them all the amazing things about drop shipping and they'll share all the success stories. And this is an incredible opportunity, and this could be you in six months. And you get all excited and you invest a load of time and money into building a drop shipping business. And six months later, it's you're not having the success you hoped for, at least it's not as not as fast as you hoped. And you've realized that there's actually some downsides to drop shipping. You know, there's a, there's some there's some pros and there's some cons, which you weren't really aware of up front because these websites usually downplay. You know, they're usually trying to sell you a course, so they downplay the the negatives and they just tell you all the positives and the reasons why you should go down this path. So what I want to do with eBay's facts is is to help people make uh, an informed decision up front about what kind of online business to build or how to make money online. That that's kind of the grand vision, and it's not there yet. But that's what we're we're trying to do with it: create content that tells people, you know, we've reviewed this course. Here are the good things about it. Here are the bad things about it. Here are some alternatives you might want to consider. Here are the courses that are scams and you really shouldn't sign up for. Um, here are the pros and cons of drop shipping. How does that compare to freelancing? How does that compare to a remote job? 
So that's kind of uh, the that's the goal of eBizFax. We're monetizing it, and I say we because I'm, I'm building a team now, so it's not just me anymore. To, to really make it what I want it to be, I need a team. There's just too much work, and the, the, the vision is too big to, to do it myself. And we're monetizing in two ways. We're doing crowdfunding, which is basically we have a Patreon. And if anybody uh, really likes what we do and wants to support it and help us create that grand vision, then they can sign up to our Patreon and pay us, you know, price of a, a coffee or a, a pint each month. And they get some bonuses. They get access to a private community of online business builders, that kind of stuff. And that helps us invest more in the site. And then the other way we monetize it is through affiliate marketing. So we buy different types of courses about how to make money online, or we buy tools that help people build online businesses, and we'll review them. And we recommend the good ones, and we tell people to stay away from the bad ones. And then we're, you know, if people buy these courses or these tools through our affiliate link, then we get a a commission based on that. Probably a lot of your listeners already know how affiliate marketing works, but that's that's the basics of it. Yeah, and, and the content is extremely high quality. You know, uh, it's it's kind of it's an almost next level. I look at it and go, Jesus, <laughs> it, it's seriously well done. It's it probably helps that you have slick web design shops too. You know, but it's like, you know, you, you know, it, it's it's premium grade content. And like you're saying, you've gone all in on your site now, so it's not just like you know trying to get a blog post up here and there. It's like full on trying to make the best version of content around that topic on the internet you know and and really uh tr- trying to make that um you know rank in google then and and you know generate traffic and hopefully you know either make your sales or make people buy into the vision um which is which is a you know a good vision a very positive one because starting out online can be hard and we're not slate and drop shipping drop shipping works for some people but like you're saying it's about knowing up front the pros and cons you know like that it does cost money and you do need money for ads and and you know that there's a you know sometimes there's a cost around you know getting the pictures and getting your own videos and you know don't be buying into these courses that tell you steal other people's because that's just terrible business advice <laughs> and people follow it though you know like they, they follow it they're like oh just steal these people's videos and run it on your own ad account edit a second or two out like it's ridiculous that people be telling people to do this and then they get their facebook accounts banned and they just spent a load of money on ads and it's you know like that's so yeah like trying to help people circumnavigate that and even like you're speaking about upwork like not going up to upwork right away like like if you want to be a freelancer try this you know using your own network and you know, building out that way before you go looking for these big marketplaces to compete. Yeah, I mean, I guess another way to sum it up is that we're really trying to give people more realistic expectations. So they know, okay, if you're going to do dropshipping, this is probably how long it's going to take you before you start earning $1,000 a month. Here are some free, the best free resources we found, like the the stuff that's really believable and, and honest and realistic. Um, here are some premium courses that could probably speed up the process for you. Stay away from this course because we've just heard a lot of scam complaints about it, or we we, we, looked, we bought it ourselves and we just didn't think it was very good. So that that's the kind of stuff we're aiming for. And you, I mean, we really do try and like if we're going to publish a, a review of a course or something, we really just aim to make it the absolute best review of that course online that really gives the most information, is the most helpful, and can help people make. The smartest decision basically and as an example we did um 
a deep dive there into Ty Lopez, who some people may have heard of. If, you, if you've ever watched a video on YouTube, you've probably been <laughs> I think if you've ever by one of his ads. <laughs> make money online or a freelancer. Yeah. He'll be there with his knowledge and his books. <laughs> yeah, and his Lamborghinis. But, you know, I, I basically looked into him for six weeks, did six weeks of research on him, uh, watched a ton of his videos, bought two of his courses, went through them all, like completely watched all the videos in his courses, and then wrote a big eight-part series on Ty Lopez, breaking down, you know, is he a scammer? Is he for real? And of course, the answer is, you know, it's, it's not black and white. Uh, for some things, he's worth paying attention to. For others, he's not. Um, one of his courses was actually pretty good, but not if he, not if he ha- has the price above like $200. If he can, you know, he often changes the price. So if you can get it for less than that, it's pretty good value. If it's more than that, we re- don't recommend you buy it. The other course of his we bought, just don't recommend anyone buys it because his free content gives you the same thing. So, you know, I, I can hang my hat on that chunk of content we publish on the site being the best thing online about Ty Lopez, like the, the most in-depth, objective look at who this guy is and what, you know, what value he can bring to you. And that's that's the kind of standard. That's that's the bar we're aiming for each time. Is how can we make it the most helpful, uh, comprehensive piece of content we can that'll just help the most people. Like you said, you need a team now because if anybody heads over to nildoherty.com and and clicks into the um, Ty Lopez um, you know article, it's like it's a serious piece of uh, you know everything from videos to graphics to you know the table of contents. Like I mean, it's it's you know it's next level. But like you're saying, it's the high it's a high level of content that should attract you know links and shares and traffic from the internet. And you know the courses that you recommend, you make a commission if people click out and buy based on your uh, your analysis of of you know whether or not it could help them. Yeah. And, you know, the, one of the things with affiliate marketing as well is if you're going to link to a site, uh, you know, and it can be an affiliate link, make it an affiliate link. You know, if anyone's listening here, getting us started in affiliate marketing, you don't just because you link to something doesn't mean you're advocating people do it. You know, I we reviewed one of Ty Lopez's courses that wasn't good. And we tell people don't recommend you buy this you know, uses free content instead, content instead. But hey, if you do want to buy it, here's an affiliate link, you know? So if people still, and you know, some people still will get value out of it because we went through that course and we looked at the comments of people inside the course who were saying it changed their lives. And I was like, really? I, I don't I don't see how, how, I mean, your life must have been pretty bad if this changed it. But you know, some people do get value out of it. So I can't say to everybody, you shouldn't buy it. I'm saying, you know, if, 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 if you really love what this guy has to say and you just want more and more of it, yeah, you probably wouldn't be wasting your money buying it. So, so like kind of moving on. So like that's, that's about the website and the content and the format um, and style that you're, you're working on. You know, what do you feel has helped? Like publishing content is only one part, you know, like how, how is marketing the content? Like what's worked for you? You know, is it social media? Is it SEO? Like what's been, or is it paid media? Like, you know, what's worked for you to help grow the website and the following? Um, it's it's still a work in progress, to be honest. I, I wouldn't consider myself very knowledgeable about this yet. Because um, especially with this venture, eBizFacts, it's only been around for seven, eight months. And we're still trying to figure out 
what's the best way to market the content and get people sharing it and linking to it and just getting it in front of the right people. Um, I mean, generally, we're, we're working on SEO more than anything, not so much social. And we're looking to build our email list, of course. We send out a weekly email with like 10 things related to making money online. So just interesting things we've come across, new ways to make money online, unusual ways to make money online, uh, stories of people like blog, like last week we sent out an example of two bloggers who made $50,000 in June. So all these kind of unusual slash inspiring slash helpful things that we find, we send that out. So we're, we're trying to build that the email list and uh, trying to figure out, yeah, how to, to other ways we can promote the content effectively. And it's, it's a lot of learning and it's a lot of trial and error. And we're just trying to find like a, a, a process that we can then repeat for every piece of content that we kind of have a big checklist of things we go through. So yeah, get back to me in six months or a year and hopefully I'll have a better answer for you. No, look, that, I mean, that's as good an answer as, as, you know, as you can get, man. Like you're talking about focusing on building your list, you know, building some processes because that was a lot of content and you probably did a lot of it yourself. So it's about like, how can you, com- you know, compartmentalize it and break it down a bit so the parts of it can be outsourced and, <clears throat> yeah, and done at scale, if you will, you know, instead of rolling out one, you're working on two or three at a time with your team. And and then, like you're saying, the, the, the outreach, I mean, essentially, I, I think, as we mentioned, the Authority Hacker course, there's a lot of information on this um, skyscraper link building, which is basically literally what we're talking about here. Build the best piece of content on the Internet around a topic, be that Ty Lopez, be that vegan supplements, be that, you know, whatever it is you're trying to sell, sewing machines. And just um, then you have to go into looking use a, a software tool, an SEO tool like Ahrefs or SEMrush, look for who's linking to similar articles and then just start emailing those people. And, uh, you know, once again, SEO is kind of like sales. You're just trying to sell somebody on, hey, I built a better piece of content than that. You already linked to that. How about you link to mine as well? You know, in, in a real <laughs> quick synapse, I know it sounds a lot easier than it is, as we both know, because there's a lot of work that goes into the research, the outreach, the, you know, you need softwares to help you with doing that at scale. But I mean, that's the fundamental, you know, that that's a whole process that needs to be integrated into all of this to to, to, to try and make it work from an SEO perspective. The, the hard part really, like it's it's not rocket science. It's just really finding the time to, to do it all. Because, you know, I've heard some people say, uh, you spend twenty. You should spend twenty percent of your time creating the content and eighty percent of your time promoting the content. And then, like, Jesus, I spent six weeks creating that Ty Lopez content. Does that mean I have to spend four times that promoting it? You know, it's it just seems kind of crazy. Even though you know, if I just emailed enough people, if I made a big enough list of people who might be interested, reached out to enough people, you know, with, with personalized messages. That would work. It's just how can we do that so that it doesn't take up all of our time and take us away from the stuff we'd rather be doing and the, the, the real kind of creative, exciting work of of the creating the content. So that nicely leads into kind of my next question, which is like, do you pay for mentorship or coaching or, or you know, I know you obviously buy a lot of courses because you review them, but like in terms of having a mentor for all of this, like, do you have a mentor or when you were doing freelancing, did you have somebody who you paid for advice and mentorship to help, you know, somebody who's done it before, carved the path and, and, you know, give you advice, really try and help you grow your business or. or... Yeah. The, I, I, 
historically, I've mainly relied on courses. Uh, read a lot of books, took a lot of courses over the years, and found them all, well, a lot of them very helpful. It's only in the last two years that I've really looked at coaches and mentors and started taking that a lot more seriously. Uh, last year alone, I spent $17,000 on coaching, um, including $15,000 for one coach uh, for a six-month engagement. And I can't say that that was a great investment. Uh, I don't think it was a waste of money, but I think the money could have been put to better use. And I, I certainly wouldn't spend that much money again unless I had a lot more in the bank. Because I kind of was like, you know, moving money around between accounts just to make the payment. So uh, what, what I have found more valuable has been mentors. And I guess the best example of how I've used mentors recently is when I first decided to start eBizFacts uh, seven, eight months ago, I went to three people who'd already built similar sites, like authority websites, and who I knew had been very successful at it. So I just knew these people from, you know, uh, one I knew online for years and never met them in person. Another I met in Thailand years ago. Another I met in Budapest years ago. And I just knew that they'd all done very well from this. And I just emailed them all and said, this is what I'm thinking of. Can you think of any good reason why I shouldn't do this? And all of them were like, no, I think you should go for it. I think you've, you know, you have what it takes to make it successful. It'll be a lot of hard work, but I, I think you have a, a better chance than most if you, if you just stay the course. So since then, I've checked in with them every now and then. You know, I've asked for advice from them and they've been really, really helpful. Quite often, they're, they're most helpful in just talking me out of bad ideas and keeping me focused on the stuff that really matters, you know, stopping me getting distracted by shiny objects. That's been the, the biggest value. But that's 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 one of the most important things to navigate is exactly that. Like, no, you're doing the right thing. Like, don't you don't need to do that other thing. Just stay. I wish, you know, sometimes people give me that advice, you know, <laughs> with, with the project. Right? But Adam, stop. Do you not remember? Like, it's like, no, no, this is definitely the right idea now. But no, I make myself sound scattered. But like, but but what you're saying there is just having that person to, to help keep you, you know, this was the course we're on. Let's not change it. You're, everything's fine. It's just, you know, having that guidance from somebody who's already walked the path, who's not, you know, making a theory about how they think you should do it. It's like, no, they actually do this actively, have businesses, have skin in the game. You know what I mean? Like they know what you're talking about versus just, you know, selling you on something that they read in a book. Yeah. Yeah. Just you be careful who you're getting advice from. You know, if you want advice on health and fitness, probably shouldn't go to the 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 overweight dude who, who lives next door or the, the drunk guy who lives in the park. <laughs> yeah, no, true. So, so that's, so mentors has helped and you've had, co um, you know, you've done any amount of courses and you've had coaching. So really like these things have helped. So like, it's just trying to paint a picture of the individual who's doing this type of work, who's wanting to live this sort of lifestyle. So, you know, you are open and willing to, um, you know, work with coaches, work with mentors and find those people who will help, help guide you through, um, you know, what you're trying to do online. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, I should say about the $15,000, well, 17 overall, I spent on coaching last year, even though part of me wishes I had that money back and wishes I could have spent it on something else. There's still something about in, 
invest you're really investing that money in yourself and in your future and in your education and there's there's something powerful about spending that much money on yourself investing that much money in yourself it's you're 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 giving yourself the message that you're worth it and that you're taking this seriously and it's time to take it to the next level that was probably the most powerful thing and that's not to say people should just spend the money on something like that and you're done but don't be afraid to spend the money if it's something you really think will help like as i said i don't feel like i wasted the money on coaching i don't think if you know if there's a course that you really want to do and it might be a bit expensive as long as you're not putting yourself in debt or as long as you're not you know spending money that you're probably going to need to pay the rent it's worthwhile investing in those as long as it's a well-reviewed course it has believable testimonials they're well established go for it you know it's uh it's very rare that people actually get scammed online so long as they do their their due diligence and if you're if you're not sure about something a course or a tool that you think it might be a scam email me because this is the type of stuff i love to research now and i think i've gotten pretty good at spotting the scams quickly yeah and and look sometimes like you're saying i mean like you mentioned Ty Lobes's course and having a course that was similar to the content that he already has for free. But like as a content creator, as somebody who's, you know, blogged and, and built content before, like there's nothing wrong with somebody like productizing their content that they've published for free and just packaging it in an easier, nicer way to consume. You know what I mean? Like in, in a membership dashboard with PDF downloads and checklists and whatever else that it, that, it, that it has, like that's totally okay. You know what I mean? But it's just like you're saying that, that the, um, yeah, so like, do you prefer that or do you prefer to just go and research everything online and spend all your time trying to find the information for yourself? So, yeah, I'd say if like if you're not spending any money on education, if you're not investing in any courses or any books and you're only doing free stuff, you, you probably are selling yourself short. I mean, there's been like the Authority Hacker course that we've mentioned. Man, if, if we had tried to figure out all that stuff ourselves could you imagine how much trial and error that would have taken, how much time that would have taken, how much heartbreak we would have had? Whereas you invest in the Authority Hacker course and they've they've figured so much stuff out and presented it so well that it's easily, easily worth the investment. That's one of the better courses I've come across. And there's lots of good courses like that out there. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with that too. That course is brilliant. I'm, I'm still not fully through it, but... I think it's because you have to do it in sections. You know what I mean? Like if you're on the link building section, I mean, you don't yes, move on yeah. to the other things until you figure out the system, the process, you run through it, you do it a few times. You know, you, you have to give it a go. It's, you don't just casually brush over it and then be like, ah, whatever. It's very yeah. actionable. So if you're looking to get into building like authority websites like we're talking about and building affiliate websites similar to what we're talking about here, um, head over to digitalnomadcafe.com. There'll be a link there. I have a review almost finished as well of the course, so I'll get that up there sooner. Um, probably won't be as good as yours, Niall, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll still put it up there for the listeners. <laughs> um, you know, because I don't have those video skills that you have, but uh, it's all, <laughs> or am I going to be paying somebody to make me videos of, of the course review? But look, you know what? Like, but And we're friends. and We, we can both review this same thing, and it's not like oh, you're doing it, I'm doing it. It's like, it's all good. You know what I mean? Like you, you do you, you, I'll do me. And, you know, we, we have our own audience from different methods and you have people who've been subscribed to you for years. I love your mementos, which is like little daily snippets of life. Niall has these mementos or used to have them. I think they're if you're on Patreon now, but like 
yeah, interesting. You know, it's like wee little short paragraph on his day, which is always colorful because God knows where he is. <laughs> it's, it's it's fascinating to think that you would like to read that about somebody else, but um, yeah, I I, I do. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised I'm surprised anyone reads them, but yeah, they usually get the most clicks when I put them in the the weekly newsletter. I usually like hide them at the bottom of the newsletter, and they still get the most clicks. So for whatever reason, people seem to enjoy those, and I, they're still free on my website. You can find them there. All right, okay, I'll I'll link to them once again in the in the show notes. So, um, cool. Look, so like, let's just kind of quickly pivot into like the tools that you would use. So you know, um, what would be the main tools you use to run your business? Yeah. Um, there's nothing too fancy here. Uh, it's it's kind of basic stuff like Evernote. Uh, I do use Teamwork, which is a project management tool um, based in Ireland, actually. It's an Irish uh, crowd that work on that. I use WordPress, Elementor for my website. Use Gmail, obviously. Google Docs, I use a lot. Google Docs a lot. Uh, iMovie for videos. I've kind of resisted getting a better video editor because... I just know I would get too obsessed with learning the whole thing and making my videos super fancy. And it just take a load of time. So I just force myself to keep it basic with iMovie. Um, Photoshop. And I use Ahrefs, keyword research, and a bunch of other things. Those would be the main tools I'd say I'd use kind of on a day-to-day basis. I'd probably use all of those. Well, only I, iMovie less and less now because I haven't been focused on, on videos as much this year. But if I'm ever doing a video with, with my content, I'll be using that. Sweet. No, look, that's keep it lean. And I mean, those are all the things. Um, that's all it takes, you know. You, you have everything nice and neat there, project management, organization, and uh, your creatives, you know. And, and then your <laughs> what what people are searching on Google and Ahrefs, you know. So good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Adam. This was this was a lot of fun, man. Enjoy talking about this stuff. Thanks very much to all our listeners. And uh, yeah, available on iTunes and Spotify. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you're listening. And thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Digital Nomad Cafe podcast. Head over to the website to access the resources and links mentioned in today's episode at digitalnomadcafe.com.